Hey y'all, what's up? Welcome back to Drew Presents with Drew, the podcast. So this week I got the opportunity to speak with Kualik, who's one of the people's favorite. And we had a good conversation, so you guys will hear that today. But going, you know, something that I thought about was I use the word um a lot. And I'm going to definitely try to stop saying um. So like when I'm editing the podcast, I'm like, oh my God, I say um so much. And it's just like, I guess it's like my comfort zone. And I'm pretty sure I'm going to be saying um in this damn intro, (laughs) which I hate. It's like, it makes me cringe. Like, why do you say um so much? So what do you guys, like, what's one thing that you guys say? And it's just like, I hate that I do that. Shoot me an email at drewpresents1 at gmail.com. And let me know what some of your things that you say. So before we get into the episode, I decided I'm just going to like, before the episode actually officially starts, I'm just going to throw something random in there that happened off the actual show when we were just like pre-recording or whatever you want to call it. So you guys will hear that first and then the episode will start. I want to thank you guys for tuning in, for listening, for sharing, whatever it is that you do. And here's the show. Since that's a part of one of the topics, we could just move that to the first topic. Like, obviously, I can see what's going on with you. Oh, bitch, you can't mute this at all? No. <laughs> Why not? That's whack. You can't mute it. I know, it's so stupid, right? Hey, y'all, welcome back to Drew Presents. I am Drew, and I am here with the one and only Kuali. Hello, everyone. Was that your stomach? (laughs) No, I drank something. That was fucking embarrassing. Oh, my (laughs) My bad. (laughs) I was like, what the fuck? This shit picks up everything. God damn. Yo, I cannot. Okay. Um. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. Okay. Um, So, hey, how's your week been? Well, the week just started. It's only Tuesday. <laughs> I mean, it is true. How's it going so far? You had two days at work. Um, it's been, it's been okay. It's you know this vaccine coming out, Pfizer's letting it go or approving it, whatever you want to say. On the weekend, mm-hmm. Monday, you start getting calls. How can I be put on the list? What a vaccine. Like, bitch, I don't know. We didn't get it yet. <laughs> like. So are you guys going to have a list or you're not even sure? I don't even know how. It goes, it's going to go in phases. So I don't even know how, you know, it's going to work mm-hmm. when it comes to the phases. You know what I'm saying? Like, anybody in the county, in the county that I live in, for one, that's going to get the vaccines first is the hospital automatically. So I don't even know when the health department is going to get any and how many they're going to get because there's only a limited amount. Right, which makes sense. Right. So has, so, go ahead. So has any, so some has arrived where you're at. Say that again? No, we haven't oh. got, there's none in the county yet at all. Mm. Like they just approved it on the weekend and it's just now Tuesday. Like, I mean... So you're getting tired of the people. Listen, tired is beyond the word. Because not only are they calling about the vaccine, but then you're still getting stupid calls about 
you know, COVID questions. Like, somebody called me talking about, oh, I was around someone for 10 seconds. Do I need to quarantine? Bitch, if you don't get off my line. <laughs> right, it'd be like the dumbest shit that they're probably asking. I'm trying to think, if I had a question, you know what the crazy thing is? I wouldn't even think to call a line. I would just be like, oh, um, I'm going to ask my doctor. You know what I well, mean? that's what the near right. What the doctors do is tell them to call us. Oh, okay. So that's how they get your number, and then you just keep fucking calling. Right, exactly. And it's just like, girl, I, I, I can't. But you know, otherwise than that, it's, it's fine. You know. Oh, let me just tell you about this, this real quick, and then we can move on. Okay. So I get another call today. Right. And so, you know, it's in phases. Like I said, you got phase 1A, then you have phase 1B, and then you move on to phase 2, phase 3, and phase 4. So phase 1A is frontline essential workers who's exposed to COVID, basically people who work in a hospital, as well as long-term care facility workers and residents. That's phase 1A. Phase 1B, then you start getting to, like, people who are 65 and over with two plus chronic conditions and, you know, um, marginalized communities, right? Mm-hmm. I had this man call me on the phone and say, so I'm looking at um, your phases on your website, the county website or whatever, which is, I didn't see this, but this is what he said was on there. He said, so why does it say in the marginalized communities, it says it's given to this. Well, it says it's given to this person, this person. But then in the marginalized communities, it says, "Oh, it's given to black people or Latino people first. And I'm like, "What?" what? I said, first <laughs> of all, I'm like, um, "Sir, I don't know what you're talking about because um, I'm looking right at the phases that my supervisor sent to me, and it doesn't say anything about." It doesn't even say anything about marginalized communities. It's just, you know, it just has the phases that I've just explained to you or whatever. But however, if it does say marginalized communities, the way he was saying it, it was saying including African-American and Latino people. And he he just like didn't understand because all he could see was that it said African-American and Latino people. I said, you said including. So he was like, oh, I would like to speak to like your supervisor or something, because that's a little racist, don't you think? And I'm like, what? I said, sir, um, hold on a minute. Okay, I'll get her for you. I just put the phone on hold and I didn't really, you know, because she was like, don't send them to me with these stupid questions because she's really, really busy or whatever. Right. So um, I was like, well, she told me to let you know this, <laughs> basically, because this is what she's going to say anyway. And she's like, just tell, tell, you know, she's like, she'll be like, um, let him know that what goes, what he sees on the county website, for the most part, they didn't put that up there. You know, it has to be turned, it has to be changed or some shit like that or whatever. And then when he kept saying including, I wanted, I let him know that when you say including, it's letting you know that for the most part in marginalized communities are black and brown people. Okay, so that's why, like, if you Google marginalized communities in parentheses, a lot of times it'll say African American and so on and so on. So it's not saying that white people can't get it. If a white person living in a marginalized community, then they can get the vaccine as well. And he's like, okay, so what you're saying is like, if it's a 
a poor white man came up, he can get poor. right. He said <laughs> a, a poor white man came up and and wanted and needed to to get the vaccine. He could. I said yes, as long as he lived in that marginalized community. He was like, well, I just, I just don't want you to think like if it was the other way around, it was just saying that white people get it for black people. I would be saying the same thing. I said, okay, I'm sure. He was like, okay, well, I get what you're saying. I know I was being a little difficult. And then after that, he wanted to go on and ask, well, you know, I live with my parents and they 80 plus and I take care of them. So we at high risk. Where do I fall out on the list? If you don't get off my motherfucking phone. What did you say to him, bro? I was like, sir, I don't know, because we didn't even have the vaccines yet, so I can't tell you that. <sighs> These people just be doing the most. The, yeah. the most. Right. Well, speaking of COVID-19, um, obviously it's, it's being distributed. Um, are you going to take it? Hell no. <laughs> I feel like I have not met one person that said, yes, I'm going to take it. I think everybody tells me no. Yes, because so I don't, I'll wait until the first two go-rounds, your first two groups, take it or whatever, and then I'll see how they, what happens to them. And then we could talk. <laughs> see, I feel like everybody is saying, like, oh, I'll wait for the first couple of rounds and then I'll see what happens you know honestly i mean i don't want to take it either um i'm on a stance of i'm never going to take it i don't see myself taking it um i feel like if everyone is well not everyone but i just i feel like i'm just not going to take it Mm -hmm. unless i feel like it's like a dying need right right but like obviously i never did the flu shot so i'm like well i guess i should be okay yeah like you yourself like because at the end of the day it's not mandated for you to take it so you don't right. have to. But like if you one of those like frontline workers and whatnot, but even though they're it says that they're not required, like mandated to take it either, but also you can have different like private facilities and shit like that to where they make their own in-house policies that make you have to take it. Cause I had a guy call up there and was asking for a letter of exemption, you know, from the health department stating that he doesn't have to take the vaccine because his job was like, well, he couldn't come back into work until he has a letter of an exemption from the vaccine. I was like, first of all, it's not even here. Second of all, like, why can't you go to your primary doctor and get that? And he's like, because I don't have one. And he's a registered nurse. Oh, wow. And, I, and I'm saying to myself, well, how the fuck? But I was like, I said, sir, I was like, well, because, you know, he went on in his whole spill about <clears throat> him being 32 and being young and don't really have, you know, much need to go to the doctor, you know, whatever. So why have to pay for it if he's not going to be using it? And I'm saying in my head, this is coming out the mouth of a registered fucking nurse. Oh, wow. So that should tell you how bad fucking insurance is there. Anyway. Um, terrible. Really right. So he's like, um, so I don't have a primary doctor just to go to so he could write the note or whatever. So the next thing they told me to do was to come to the health department. I'm like, well, I can't tell you anything about a letter of an exemption for one because we don't even have a vaccine. Don't know who we're giving it to right now anyway. And then after we talked about it, like my supervisor or whatever, they was like, well, if he's a registered nurse and he works in a a rehabilitation place, you know, where people get out the hospital, they go in those places or whatever. Right. If he's a registered nurse, he's direct care. So he's going to have to take it. Mm. it. According to their facility. 
Right, because I, I remember when my brother worked at the uh, hospital and he he refused to take get the flu shot. And it was like, well, you have to wear a mask. Right. So mandated that he wear a mask. So I'm, I'm, why wouldn't they just make them just wear a mask? I wonder why. I don't know because, like, I guess because, you know, in those type of places, it's people who's sick and they high risk, so anything can happen. So they just try to want to be careful because, you know, this shit is new, so they don't really know the ins and outs or whatever, supposedly. So I guess that's why. Right, that's true. So obviously, I was going to say, do you think we'll be out of masks soon? But I guess as slow as it's moved, well, not slow. I shouldn't say it's slow because it's only been out for two days. But I feel like people want, you know, we want things instantly. And I right. feel like everybody just wants to stop wearing masks. So do you think <laughs> we'll be out of masks soon? Hell fucking no. Because even with this first round, nobody knows what's really going to happen on top of it. So, and then two, like here, like I think the hospital is only getting like 2,000, like close to 3,000 vaccines. That's it. Wow. Wow. So that's not, that's not even, that's not even a fourth of the people who live here. (laughs) So, I mean, so wait, do you think so? What about this? Do you feel like once it's all over and everyone's been vaccinated, or we start seeing the numbers completely decline, and it's like, oh, we were pretty much good? Do you think that people still will wear masks, or do you think we would just take them off? Yeah, people want to start taking masks off. They're just gonna because they're like, well, what's the point? You know how bad people want to take these shits off. You think they're gonna keep wearing them? Now, the only ones that are probably keep wearing them is the ones that's really paranoid or the older people. It's like I don't trust it. You know what I'm saying? Because it's right. new. I agree. Because I said I look at myself even when, obviously, when it first happened in March when everything shut down. And I remember going to the grocery store versus how I go to the grocery store now. Like I had on gloves. I had it on a goddamn scarf. It was a lot going on. <laughs> it was a lot going on. And obviously we got more information. So as time goes along, it's like, oh, okay, well, maybe it's not too bad. And I remember, right. I, would, I, remember I would talk to you after the, I zoomed through the store. Like I would be in the store, in and out of the store in 10 minutes because I was mm-hmm. pumping through that store. Because I don't want to catch COVID. I was so damn scared. Right. And then, you know, even like CDC, every time you turn around, they come up with new guidelines and stuff like that or whatever. Because now the quarantine time has changed. You don't even have to quarantine for 14 days if you were um, an exposure or whatever. Like, if you have it, it's still 10 days. But if you was exposed and you're negative, it's not 14 days no more. It's seven days. Oh, wow. Okay. Right. Well, good to know then. Because well, you don't even know, but one of our friends was exposed recently. And I was like, oh, wow. Well, you so need to I'll tell me who there. that is off of here, because I don't know. Right, I'll tell you off of here. <laughs> you can't say it on here. <laughs> <laughs> you can't say it on here. Okay, so, um, all right, that's enough COVID talk. I'm pretty sure right. people are like, I'm so over COVID. Right, so I'm, I'm really am too. Like, I'm fucking, I'm, I'm COVID out. Right. I can I'm answering phones. In the call center, and I'm doing cases, which I'm not even supposed to be doing. I'm only supposed to be doing cases. I'm not even supposed to be answering no goddamn phones, but they need help. Damn. Okay, so let's move on to. I saw this post on uh, Instagram, and it said, "A man quits his job after his employer." Sh- um... Oh my god, I speak a stone check here. A yeah, man you did. I was like, quit- "What?" Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> a man quits his job after his employer showed a lack of empathy after 
learning his grandmother died. Mm -hmm. So before we get into like the text messages, do you think that your employer should be empathetic when someone passes? Yes. They should? Yes. Okay. For me, I think it just depends. Right. It's a a business. It it depends on the person who has passed away. The per... So you're saying if it was like your cousin, they should be like, okay, whatever. Well, no, because it could be like your first cousin or something like that or whatever. But if you like, well, a friend of mine died, and it's like, well, bitch, anybody could be your friend. You know what I mean? Oh, wow. <laughs> I mean, because that's what I'm... I mean, true, right. true. So, you know, I don't know. Like, for me, if somebody comes and tells, like, it depends on the person itself also that's at work. Like, if the person's always one of those employees that you look at sideways and kind of question, like, is this bitch lying? Right. You know, but if somebody comes to you and tell you that someone passed away, then you just need to be empathetic about the situation. And if you find out they th- they lied about it in the long run, then deal with it in that point. Right. I mean, true. Okay, so let's read the text messages. The text messages. So, the boss said, so the guy, I, I don't know if this is a guy or girl, but the the person had to be to work at 11 o'clock. Mm-hmm. So at 11.33, the boss said, hey, you were in at 11. I mean, I guess I'm going to say you weren't in at 11. Is everything okay? And then the employee responded with, my grandmother passed away. I'm sorry. I just found out this morning. Do you mind if I take this day off? So then the the employer said, that's fine. For the future, let us know ahead of time no matter how early, so we can get your shift covered. So then the person responded and said, who do I need to talk to in order to put in my two weeks, to put my two weeks notice in? And then it kind of cuts off with the employee said, don't worry about it. We'll get the rest of your shifts covered. So. Oh, so you know what? I read wrong. How did you read it? The two weeks part. I thought it was saying like two weeks as far as like to take time off. No, they're they're putting in a two weeks notice to the act. Now, now that you said it, <laughs> right? And I'm because I was like, oh, because at the end, like when he said, "Don't worry about it, the rest of your shift will be covered." So that's why I I I think because I skimmed it like really quickly, and then right. when he said, "Don't worry, the rest of your shift will be covered," I just took it as far as them saying they wanted time off. Instead of like, you know, the two weeks notice, like I'm quitting. Because at that point, I was like, well, how the fuck you knew they quit? Because that's what you said to me. And I'm like, what? Okay, I get it now. All right. (laughs) Right. So, obviously, um, I, I, so people were saying, was the boss too harsh? Was the person being too needy? Whatever, whatever. So, I'm going to give my thoughts. I personally feel like the employer was not that empathetic. And I feel like responding with saying, um, for the future, let us know ahead of time. How the fuck am I going to let you know ahead of time if somebody's dying? And I feel like this is going to be like a, a time where I'm going to be probably at one of my lowest points. Like, I'm not going to be thinking about, oh, let me contact my job and say blah, blah, blah. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of times these these companies, and maybe that's why I'm a little bit like, what's the word? Spoiled, because I work for the government, and it's like, well, everything everything to me is like, we'll read what it says. Like, so for us, if we cannot call out, the verbiage says, 
if you are unable to, you need to call out two hours before your shift or two hours after your shift. That's what you need to call out. Mm-hmm. If you don't, you could possibly get AWOL. However, it says whenever you are able to reach your manager. So that can be if I'm incapacitated, I couldn't reach you. If I'm too distraught to call you, unfortunately, I didn't call you. Sorry. So you can't charge me AWOL for that. Right. You know what I mean? So I feel like this person was not really being that empathetic. And I felt like. Right. Because all they care about at the end of the day is like getting someone to cover your ship so they won't be shorthanded, depending on what type of job right. it is. Like people just don't, people don't have empathy. But what if it was, so I think that we kind of probably agree with, with each other, but what if it was like, so let's just say it was your company. And what if it was like, okay, listen, I got to get this out. This product needs to be out today and I need 12 people. And now I only have nine. So now I'm going to be short with getting this product product, up, product out to people. Do you feel like you have a right as the employer to be like, listen, you need to let me know ahead of time mm. so I'm going to have maybe some tents coming. Well, at the end of the day, like you just said, how the fuck am I supposed to know ahead of time that somebody is about to die? Unless it was something that was like an ongoing thing, like the person's been in the hospital and it was possible that we knew that it wasn't going to get any better. But if it's just something that happened out of the blue or whatever it is, it's like, how the fuck am I supposed to tell you that? And I would think that as my employer, me calling out or me not calling out and letting you know that someone like my grandmother passed away Versus someone calling out just because they ain't fly coming in. You should take that up with them more than me. Right. Along with we should also point out that the supervisor, whoever the person was, never once said, oh, I'm so sorry for your loss. Exactly. Not, not you know what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's because let me, like, let me give you an example. So, you know, the, the job where I'm at, you know, um, mm-hmm. not too long ago, you know, we got some, like, not good news about my dad or whatever that you know he's just not going to get any better or whatever it is and so you know I was there at the house with my sister and them and you know they was upset and stuff like that and I was just going to stay there and not go to work that Monday so I called my supervisor on the phone that Sunday I guess because also I did I guess because I let them know ahead of time I guess maybe that's what it was. But however, I called her that that Saturday or that Sunday night or whatever it was. And I told her that I wouldn't be to work on Monday because things with my father is not going too well. And, you know, she was like, "Okay, that's fine. Take the time that you need. And then the lady took the time out and prayed with me on the phone. Wow. You don't have a lot of people who do that. Case in point. Looking at that fucking text message. You know what I'm saying? So. Right. Um, like people have to understand that people have lives and things happen in their lives that's unfortunate or they didn't ask for it that they can't control. Right. So, well, what do you think that, so how do you think that the supervisor should have responded then? Um, oh no. Or like, you know, like, wow, I'm sorry to hear that. Okay. I understand. And just let it go. I mean, yeah, I agree that maybe they should have said that and said, hey, will you be in tomorrow or are you going to need to take some additional time off so I can plan accordingly? Maybe something like that. If their, if their business was like, if it was a situation where there was, you know, demand for whatever product they were trying to get out, 
then I might understand that, like, okay, so at least I can plan to be it. But I don't think saying, like, give me a heads up ahead of time and blah. And maybe what that person meant was, hey, instead of you, me reaching out to you, you should have reached out to me. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I shouldn't have to hit you up at 1130. You, and let's just say the grandmother passed away at nine o'clock in the morning. You could have texted me at nine o'clock. But, that, but I don't think that's the first person you're thinking, oh, let me text my job. Right. Because um, depending on where you're at and who you're around, you know, other shit could be going on. And you probably trying to console other people or, you know, things, all types of stuff is running through your mind. And the last thing you're right. thinking about is like, ooh, especially depending on what type of job it is. Now, you know, right. if you work in like a real, real, real important job, bitch, and probably going to be in your back of your mind, like, I need to let my boss know I'm not coming in. But if it's like one of those, you know, I have a feeling that's a fucking retail job. You know what I mean? I'm not trying to be funny. It might be. Right. It probably was. And it's like, girl, calm down. Like, your clothes can get put out. It's not that serious. Like, like, fuck this job. I can't take it no more. Okay. Well, we'll wish that person luck. Hopefully they get another job. And hopefully that supervisor um, learns to work on their communication. Right. And, you know, speaking about jobs real quick, did you see that video of the the DoorDash woman in CVS? No. What DoorDash? Okay. So... I think it's DoorDash. Yeah, 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 it was DoorDash. So, sounds like to me that the person who's doing DoorDash was a white person because they never showed their face on the camera. But they went to CVS to drop off food and the person behind the counter was a black woman or whatever. And um, apparently the girl pulled back up on the, on the chick at CVS because the lady at CVS reported that she never received her food when she did. And the the white girl, ugh, I don't want to say like the white girl, the DoorDash lady or whatever, she was like, you know, they talking about firing me because you reported that you didn't get your food when you did, just because you didn't want to pay for it. And, you know, she was, you know, basically like recording her and the black lady was getting right. the attitude, talking about you at my job, I don't give a fuck, or blah, 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 whatever, like you at my job, why are you coming from my job? Well, she said, because you put my job in jeopardy. Like, you received the food, I dropped it off here, and you you turned around and said that you didn't get it, and now I can lose my job. And then she ended up getting fired. The girl at the CVS? No, the girl from DoorDash. Oh, the girl from DoorDash got fired. Right. When she did drop the food off to the, the lying-ass greedy bitch. <laughs> Wait, so they dropped The lying, the... lying greedy, cheap-ass right. bitch, right. So, but why did they fire her, though? Because she, the lady reported that she didn't drop her food off, that she didn't get her food because she didn't want to pay for it. It was like 20-something dollars or whatever. Damn, they strict. Okay. Because, you know, like, that's people's food. And, you know, I think a lot of times you do have those people out there who would take people's food and eat out of it and different shit like that. So I guess they just like, you know, we ain't trying to have too many issues. Right. Well, maybe she had a few um, complaints. I don't know, but... That's wrong for you to do. If you got your food, you need to pay for it. Right, it's fucked up. Right, yeah, pay for it. And even if it's nasty, then just complain and say it wasn't good or it wasn't hot or whatever the situation right. is. Right. Like, at the end of the day, they dropping off the food. They ain't fucking making it. Take it up with the company. Exactly. I can't. That's too much. Um, 
All right, so you said you wanted to talk about something, right? Oh, yeah. Like, this is, it's old now, but whatever. <clears throat> so we want to talk about Saucy Santana and Roland Ray. Big ass fucking tongue. Anyway, so this is what I, I'm trying to figure out. So we all know, those of us who know of Roland Ray, the bitch is a troll. That's all he does. He trolls everyone just to have shine on social media and blah, blah, blah. He will talk shit on top of shit on top of shit to people. Like, for instance, I don't know what the hell happened between him and, and Saucy Santana, but apparently they had, they were going back and forth on social media, whatever. So right after, you know, they had a little problem, about a week later, Saucy Santana came out with a song called Walk. And, we, and people who don't know, Roland Ray is in a wheelchair, hence his name being Roland Ray. So people are saying that, the, that, he, that Santana dropped the song as, as a diss track to source, I mean, to Roland Ray, being that he's in a wheelchair, and people are saying that's insensitive because the fact of the matter is he's in a wheelchair, and so is like the Roland Ray guy sitting there talking about, you know, I have a disability, you playing with my, the handicap, and blah blah blah, and I'm like, well, isn't everybody supposed to be treated equal? <laughs> Especially when you're the one starting shit. So, am I supposed to forget the fact that the man show ass is sitting in a wheelchair when you coming at me constantly? So, I'm just supposed to be like, oh, okay, well, let me go around the fucking obvious, bitch, and just find something else to talk about? Who's thinking about that shit when you in a battle of words? True. So, do you think that the song was definitely about him or not? I feel like it, it was, and he just don't want to say it. But, you know, him and JT talking about some shit, it was about her in a car or whatever. I think think it was, and he just don't want to actually say it because it is the fact of the matter of it's a handicapped person. And he don't want to get canceled too quick, I guess. But I think that if if it was me, I would have just said, yes, I fucking did. I wrote it about his non-walking ass. I sure did. Oh, my God. Um... I think that you de- right. I agree that you have to be sensitive to the handicap. I also feel like I don't know if the song is about him. It sounds like it could be, but I just feel like uh... this is what I'm. I'm trying to say, if you don't want any smoke with people who might say some shit about your handicap, then you shouldn't be starting beefs with people just for fucking clout and talking shit about people because everybody's not going to follow that kind of that rule. I mean, I agree, but I feel like you can't. I mean, him, but that's what I'm saying. I don't think that he wanted to necessarily go after his handicap. But I feel like if he did, he would just own it and say, yes, it is about his handicap. I feel like that's why I feel like it's not about his handicap. But I also think that that's not something that you should do. I feel like you should not, mm. if somebody is handicapped, you mm. should be like, oh, okay, well, so bitch, you talked about me, so I'm going to just use this. You know what I mean? You can't, I feel like that's not. I get it in all, in the grand aspect things or whatever. At the end of the day, if you don't want nobody saying anything about you, don't start no shit with nobody. Keep your mouth closed. Be a nice person who's in a wheelchair. Don't be, don't be an asshole. (laughs) I don't, 
<laughs> Why are you laughing? I mean, because I feel like we can't. It's kind. It's rude. It is rude. Like, it, it, talk about his love. It, talk about it is rude. His time. And you know, this is what I'm gonna say. I have a sister who has cerebral palsy, so people would be like, "Oh my God, I can't believe you're saying that about blah blah blah." However, my sister, she has cerebral palsy in her legs, so she's not really limited to doing whatever. Like she gets around, lives a whole life, blah blah blah, or whatever. And my sister, being my sister, if she started some shit with somebody, of course I'm I'm not going to be I'm not going to say kind to it because she's my sister. But I fucking understand at the end of the day because you started with them. I mean, yeah, it makes sense, but I feel like you wouldn't be happy, you right? Would I wouldn't I wouldn't be happy, but I what I would not be happy, but also. Would I expect different from people? No. Because at the end of the day, that's what's going to happen about seven times out of ten. Probably more than that. So I think what you're kind of basically saying is kind of almost like if there's a a, a person that's slim and a person that's a little bigger. The first thing that the slim person might say is you fat bitch. Exactly. So you feel like they're going to just use the fact that you're in in a wheelchair like... Oh, bitch, that's why you can't walk or whatever. It's like, like bitch, like, how you got the audacity to talk about someone's looks or this, that, and the third, and bitch, your looks is busted, and bitch, you in a wheelchair. Like, what are you talking about? Well, I thought he said he had a man. No, me stop. Who? I don't know if he got a man. Roland Ray. Well, I mean, he supposedly well, he did. Remember, that bitch was on the divorce court with him and right. somebody that they were supposed to be together. Them bitch two, like, two, they, that they was, you know... I don't know. Like, they was tapping pocketbooks. Like, I don't understand. Like, what the... Well, never mind. Let me shut up because I was about to say something. Moving on. Well, you know... Right. Well, anyway, I do know he has a just... He, well, I shouldn't say it this one. He has a song coming out December 25th. So he's releasing it on Christmas. Right. Rolling right. Who the I fuck is know. listening to that shit anyway? I heard his music in the past and it's trash. Well, I never heard any of it. Ooh, music. bars. <laughs> Hey. You stupid. <laughs> huh? I said you stupid. Um, but yeah, he's releasing a song December twenty fifth. And I'm pretty sure people will listen to it because obviously he has a little bit of a name and it just makes sense. I guess. He's straight he's been straight disrespectful ever since Catfish. I just don't like him as a person. Sorry. I forgot he was on there too, yeah. Yeah. Like the way he was going after the person he was catfishing and then he get on TV and try to act. I yeah, I just don't like him. Like something besides his handicap has done has been done to him to where it makes him the person that he is. Okay. Well, Roland Ray, we'll see you on a skating rink floor, hopefully soon. Ooh, but... and bitch, you talking about me? Okay. <laughs> <Don't be stopped. laughs> That's no offense to anybody. It's just a little joke. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so I had, <laughs> so I had this bitch set a um, skating rink floor. <laughs> but where else you gonna see him at? Bitch, I mean anywhere you can roll anywhere for the most part. Mm. Let me stop. Okay, I'm, I'm sorry. We're gonna move on. It's just, it's just <clears throat> jokes. It's not in. Bitch, why right, am I giving right. out a disclaimer? People who know me personally, they know who I am. I don't give a fuck about the rest of you hoes. But go ahead. Okay, so um, someone had asked, one of the viewers had asked me if I could bring this up. And it's basically, I'm going to ask the question before I kind of describe what it is. 
So, I come up with this question. Are you a vibe on Instagram, but a boring person? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm pretty sure when you read it, you was like, what? No, it wasn't. I got it. Are you got yeah. it? Yeah. Okay. So, um, he had reached out to me um, and asked a question. He was like, you know, I just want, he said, I think you should bring it up on a show. And I said, like, why not? Because you want to show with me. So he was just like, um, do you feel, he said he feels like, you know, everybody be on, everybody's on Instagram and they be like, they be the vibe and, you know, they got their hookah and whatever, mm-hmm. whatever, whatever. He was like, then you get to the club or wherever you go. And them asses is sitting by the wall. Yeah, free COVID. <laughs> and they don't say hello. <laughs> they don't say hello. They say nothing. They just stare at you. And it's like, and then when you get back home, they DM you like, oh, you was looking good tonight in the club. And it's like, well, nigga, I just saw you there. Why didn't you say anything? Right. So why do you think that people do that? Well, I think like some people, you know, when they're in person, they're probably more shy. Okay. You know, like it's easier for them to sit behind their own damn camera and, you know, make it look like they're doing so-and-so because, you know, it's kind of, it's like their personal space. However, if you out in amongst people in a group or whatever, people can be shy and that's why they may come off as a bore. Right. Well, I think it's rejection because a lot of people are scared of rejection. But I, cause, you sure. know, just because you know somebody on social media don't mean that you know them right. when you see a person. But it's like if we're talking, I don't understand why you can just be like, hey, what's up? And, you know, don't get me wrong. I have, well, I wasn't following this kid. I just knew, I used to watch his YouTube videos. And I remember this is when I was in New York, when I lived in New York, and I was going to Secrets, a.k.a. the Sweatbox. <laughs> and I saw him in there. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, I watched him on YouTube. But I wasn't following him or I was never in his DMs or anything like that. But it was like, I saw him and I wanted to speak. But at the time, I was just like, I was, I don't know, I'm scared. But I feel like now, today, I was like, oh, yo, I watch your YouTube, whatever, whatever. Because, you know, I have a little bit more confidence. But I feel like back then, I was just a little scared. Like, oh, my God, like, what if he says, get away from me? Even though I knew he wouldn't have said that. But I think people would just be like. Bitch, who is this? I'm nosy. Who's who? Whoever you were talking about. Oh, um, A Connection TV. Oh, you know, damn well, he wasn't. Never mind. Go ahead. Oh, wow. You know. (laughs) (laughs) The funny thing is he actually follows David on Instagram. I mean, he followed. Never mind. Go ahead. Oh, wow. Anyway, so he wanted me to ask that. I figured that I would ask him to bring it up on the show. And I think we kind of got our answer then. I think it's just a matter of just people are just they're shy or they're afraid of rejection. Right. And it's just like, you know, some people, depending on what the vibe is as well, you know what I'm saying? Like they might turn up or like more sociable or more interactive, depending on what the the, the, the activity or whatever it is that they're doing. You know, like somebody might be more comfortable just sitting around smoking hookah at a lounge or something versus being in a loud ass club with a bunch of ashes shaking all around. It's like, bitch, I'm ready to go. Well, what if, well, okay, this is another point we could bring up too. What if it's like, do you think that it's a difference between 
if you said, okay, come over and let's fuck versus let's let's have a conversation because some of these bitches can't hold a conversation. Let's be honest. I mean, this is true. (laughs) So maybe that's what it is too. And people just don't have any type of personality or they're not that intelligent. Who knows what it could be? Well, I mean, yeah. So, girl, I don't know. Or it could be, because you know what's so funny is I'll bring this up really quick. Is I remember when I met, because obviously I have a friend. Well, two of one of two of my friends. I met one of them on Twitter, and we would talk on Twitter. Then we exchanged numbers, and then I was going to New Orleans, and I was telling him about. It. He was like, "Oh, well, I could meet you there," and it's so funny because to this day I remember like I was so nervous being there. This was nothing sexual or anything like that. It was just me meeting him as a friend, mm-hmm. and it was just like I was like, "Oh my god!" Like, what if? It's weird and blah, blah, blah. Right, because it's social media. And you don't know how somebody's going to really act. Like, you don't have to be nervous meeting someone just only, like, if it's, like, a dating thing or something like that. Like, just meeting someone in person that you only met on social media, it could be a little nervous because you don't know the vibe that you're going to get from that person. You know what I mean? I agree. I definitely agree. It's like, oh, they're cool on whatever. It's like they're cool on social media. You know, they can... We could send messages to each other and talk that way, but in person, you know, bitches might not speak. You know what I mean? Or it's just right. like, wait a minute, this bitch is a little off. You know what I'm saying? So, right. Well, which leads me to this too, because I remember, like, and this wasn't even a social media friend. I had met this dude, <clears throat> excuse me, in 2005, mm-hmm. and he was trying to fuck. But anyway, <laughs> he, he was. <laughs> But anyway, we we never did, and he was like more so cool with my other friend. And then I saw him at a club in maybe like two thousand and nine, and a bitch he didn't know who the fuck I was. I was like, "Hey, what's up?" He was looking at me like, "Who are you?" Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Oh, okay." So then <laughs> I saw him again at a gas station, and he was like, "Oh, yo, what's up?" And I looked at him like, "Who the fuck are you?" Like, <laughs> like I was like. Oh hey, he was like, "Oh, what's up, man?" And then I'm like, "Okay," like giving him that much, much not giving him any type of time of day, and I just felt like, "Don't try to play me," because when you saw me at the club, you was acting stink as fuck, right? And now I'm acting stink as fuck while I'm pump- pumping this motherfucking gas. So I guess it just depends on these people's feelings too. Some days, maybe they just not they be feeling themselves too much. That's what it is Ooh. sometimes. But so wait, that brings me to you know. We started out not social media friend because it wasn't around at that, but chat line friend. <laughs> right. So like chat when we line. finally like, what was the vibe like when we finally met each other in person after talking on the phone on and off for what bitch five years? It's something like that. It was very like I thought you was very aggressive. Oh, you was like you can't sit here. I was like, what are you like? Wait. He was like, you can't park here and just sit here in this neighborhood. And I was like, what? Uh, well, bitch, you was in Brooklyn, bitch. I'm like, Hello? Like, you just sitting here. You he was like, no, you can't sit here. I was like, okay, this boy has problems. So I'm like, well, what do we do? Just drive around the block? Yes, so bitch, because you sit, in, you sit in a car on Sutter, bitch, in Brooklyn. Trust me, if a cop come by, bitch, they're going to ask you what is going on. And he was, I was like, why is he so paranoid? I'm like, nigga, we ain't doing right, shit. Right, you ain't like, got to, bitch. We black. The fuck is you talking about? 
I was like, we we okay. I mean, clearly, I was from somewhere completely Bitch, different. you grew up in the fucking suburbs, which is ridiculous. <laughs> right. It was like, we're going to be fine. What are you talking about? Like, so that's all I really remember. Like, he was just very, like, pushing. No, but you, like, I'm talking about before. Because I remember, I think I remember you saying that you thought I was, like, tall. <laughs> right. I thought you was extremely tall. I thought you was, because you had this big personality. Like you were like, oh, but you were so uh, like you were so aggressive. I was like, why is he? Which so... is so odd, bitch, because now you the fucking more aggressive one. But go ahead. I know it's like it's weird because you was very, and I think it was because you was older and I was a little bit younger. Uh-huh. I mean, you're always gonna be older than me, but you know right, what I mean. Yeah. I think because you was still... I was younger, you were just more the adult, right? And you felt like, bitch, you're a child, so you're gonna listen. No, to I really me. didn't. Like it didn't. It wasn't. I didn't have that mindset. Like, you know, because, I mean, even though I was older, bitch, I was still young. It wasn't like I was, like, majorly older than you. Like, let's not put that out there now. I mean, no, you weren't, but you were, you put it, you like, oh, you're only 18. You just said it to me all <laughs> You're only 18. And I was like, oh, wow, okay, I know how old I am. Because you used to do some, you remember I told you I said, <laughs> I said bitch, you are very messy. <laughs> Oh, right, because of all that situation. That was messy. It definitely it was. Messy. I was like, this is why I don't hang out with fucking gay men, because they fucking messy. <laughs> that was definitely messy. Of <sighs> and I mean, we don't even know where that bitch is at to these days. Anyway, well, like... they still, they still, they on my Facebook. But, you know. Oh, they are? Yeah, but, you know, they're, I don't know. Anyway. Um. All right, so before we get off here, I want to, I don't know if you heard this, and I just kind of wanted to, like, bring it up really quickly, and it's not on, it's not on the, uh, on the sheet. The call sheet. <laughs> but, I don't know, did you hear about Mary from Salt Lake City? What do you mean? Did you hear that, so, allegedly, well, yeah, allegedly, there's a voice recording of her going around talking to her congregation because... Oh, God. <laughs> because I can only imagine her birthday, and she was like, basically "Money," telling the people out of everybody in the congregation, she only got, and I'm, I don't know if this is the exact number, but it was something like seven or fourteen birthday cards out of the whole congregation. And she was saying, "These people, y'all all are stingy. Y'all poor. Y'all need to give more money. This is mm, crazy." I believe it. So people are upset with her because. They yeah, like, what is she doing? Like, I believe, I believe it. I mean, how else is she maintaining her lifestyle? Right, and that was my thought. I was like, well, why are people so surprised? Because I mean, clearly, we have we hear this all the time about you, things like this. All not calling people poor, but we hear about them. Right, going back. Oh, you need to dig deeper. We need to meet our, meet our goal. If right. you got to go out to your car, I was at church one time. And somebody, I said, "Bitch, are you crazy? Like, you going to tell these people to go back?" go to their car or go do this to give more money. If that's what they gave, that's what they could give. Right. Because, I mean, even though, like, on, like you're talking about Mary or Salt Lake City, like, she's not talking about working anywhere. All you hear is talking about the church. So where the fuck else you think she get this money from? Right. Exactly. Where she, like, how, right. Clearly, she's, she has a very lavish lifestyle. Even though that home looks a fucking mess. But And you know what? I can't. But, I hope. Because, you know, for the most part, like, I'm sure, like, maybe, like, her congregation or whatever could kind of see, like, some of the things that she does, you know, you know, with the clothes she wear and maybe, like, the car she drives. But I hope that, you know what? 
I don't want to wish anything bad on anybody. However, I hope that they see what she does extra with her money to where they like, bitch, are you crazy? Like, we out here driving fucking Hondas and shit, and you out here with private jets, and your son is buying his girlfriend um, Prada. Prada bags and all of the extra stuff, and you out here having luncheons with your friends giving them fucking Louis Vuitton AirPods and all this extra... Oh, with my money? Oh, no. I hope they wisen up. <laughs> I know. I always wonder that. Like, do they feel... Do they feel like when they see the, you know... Well, well, not not, not do they feel, but when you see the... Uh, what do they call it? The past or whatever have the the big Cadillacs. You know, like, do they feel mm-hmm. some type of way when they taking the bus to church? You know? Or driving around in a hoopty. <laughs> right. Do you feel some type of way? But they, I mean, I will say this. My one friend said, when it comes to her church, she said they do definitely push, you know, the plate around. She was like, and now they have an app where you can, um, you know, <laughs> give you your money. She was like, but one thing she will say is that, like, if something an happens app. and you fall on hard times. An app. Bitch, I'm, I can't. <laughs> I'm so fucking done. But go ahead. Fall on hard times. They definitely make sure that you have whatever it is that you need. Like, They'll definitely oh, okay. They for... actually do service. Okay. Right. Right. They actually go out in the community, is what you're saying. Right. Okay, right. But you have these other pastors and stuff who don't do shit. Like all these people that's on television and whatnot, you know, you asking your congregation, you got these big ass megaplex churches and whatnot. And all these people coming in giving you tides, which is they're not giving you like twenty dollars. People are giving you tides, which is in the, the hundreds and thousands and whatnot. And none of y'all bitches didn't even know none of these people. Right. It's crazy. Like I like that's the thing. Like I understand like when like some pastors they say like, you know, when you listen to the Bible, you the Bible or whatever it says, like, you know, you're supposed to preach the gospel and reach as people as much as much people as you can. Or whatever, but also you're supposed to be you're supposed to know the people that comes to congregate in your church and go out into your community to where you live and shit or whatever, because that's how you get the word out more or whatever. But you got a church and you preaching and whatnot, and you don't even know the people that's up in the rafters on the third floor. Like, but they giving you your money. They giving you their money. Right. That's crazy to me. Mm-mm. Ain't no way. That's and you. This bitch said a nap. That's worse than having an ATM in the church. <laughs> Wait a minute, not an ATM. Bitch, is yes. there a free or is it? Free? Bitch, is they got ATMs in church, and, and and especially in the mega churches, they got ATMs in there. So there ain't no excuse for you not to be able to give your money. You said what? I said there's no excuse for you oh. not to be able to give your money. Right. Whatever happened to those ninety nine cent um, ATM machines? Remember those? Yeah, bitch. Some shits is long gone. Them shits is out. Like I remember those back in the day. Yeah, those are ones that actually gave out five dollar bills, bitch. Like, oh, we don't even, Wait bitch. What? What? Bitch, who goes to the ATM to get five? <laughs> well, you not five dollars, but you know, like it gives out five dollar bills, so that way you don't, you know, like say for instance, now did you only get twenties? Or like some places, you know, like most churches, well, most churches, most banks now, you could they actually want the denomination when you go to the ATM. But like right. before, they didn't do that. It would just give you twenties or whatever. So it's like, well, all I got is this twenty, but I need to change. 
You know what I mean? Right. Isn't it crazy how advanced technology is? Because I, the funny thing is, I remember maybe like, maybe like five years ago, my bank always gave out fifties, no matter what. And I was like, why are they giving out fifties? Like, because you know, most of the times you want a twenty. Like nobody wants no damn fifty. They only give out fifties, but what if you only had fucking twenty five dollars in your in your when account? You took out a, when you took out a bulk of, so if I took out four hundred dollars, they gave me all fifties, no twenties. Oh, okay, okay. Right? I was about to say, bitch, what? But uh, you could go get twenty dollars. You could. Oh, uh, okay. But if, but if you took out like if you took out a lot of money, they was giving you fifties. Because I, I think like, they feel like the twenties is wasting. You need to get these fifties, and so we can give you right. less bills. Right. But yeah. the funny thing is now, like I, if I'm taking out a lot of money, which I never do, I prefer hundreds. Give me hundred dollar bills. I don't want. All right now, hundreds. That's when you got money. Oh, child, please. <laughs> <laughs> Let me stop. No, I'm not poor. That's not. I shouldn't say that. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the show. Do you have any final words for the people? Um, just stay positive in all of this COVID bullshit. Be kind to one another, especially during the Christmas holiday and the New Year and whatnot. Especially in these times, because you don't never know what someone is going through. Right. You know what I mean? Like. And I say that because so something else happened at work today and it involved a coworker of mine and two or two coworkers of mine and both of them was going through something and Wait a minute, before you continue, bitch, I feel like your job needs a therapist on fucking site. They knew. <laughs> I cannot. They right, I, I feel like they need they they do. Um you know, one was well, both of them were dealing with personal stuff at home. But one, both it's kind of hard to explain because one is really both of them are, to themselves they keep the stuff down or whatever. But at the particular moment, somebody was was going through what was going was going on at home in that moment at work, and they got up because they received the text message and they left out because they was upset. So I, which is. I'm friends with them. So I went behind them to check on them to make sure they was all right. So the other employee inside, when I left to go and re- like put some paperwork upstairs, asked the other employee who had left out, what's like, you know, what's the matter? Are you okay? And she replied with, I'm fine. And she was like, the other coworker said, um, okay, well, I, cause I thought maybe you were sick or something. And, she, and then the other coworker replied, it's none of your damn business, which Uh-oh. made the other coworker like kind of upset, right? Or whatever. And that coworker is really sensitive. She's really one of those sensitive like people. Like if you say something you don't think is harsh, she does. You know what okay. I mean? That that type of person or whatever. And so when. <sighs> The first coworker who was upset left out and to go for a walk. The sensitive one said to me, does she have to come back in here? Are you leaving for lunch? Because if not, then she doesn't need to be in here. <laughs> I said, uh, oh, wow. why? I said, well, no, I'm not going anywhere for lunch. I'm here. So I'm not going anywhere. She said, okay, good. Because she doesn't need to be here. And I said, well, what is the issue? And then before she can tell me, the other coworker texted me and said she doesn't just know when to let shit go. And I, I said, oh. And then that's when she said, 
she told me, like, she was like, just mind your damn business. And it was like, but well, she didn't have to come at me like that. I was just wondering if she's sick and she was okay. And I was like, well, you know, people handle things differently. She was like, I get that and all. Like, I deal with stuff at home myself and I bear it down and things that's going home. And then she started busting out crying. And I said, oh my God. I said, wait a minute, am I playing the therapist right now? What is going on? Oh my God. And then the other girl came back in. And then she walked over to her and she apologized. She did say, I was upset at the moment. I didn't mean it to come off that way. And then she started crying more than when I was already crying. She was like, you know, I, I keep everything in my life. It's a mess. I'm always sick. My boyfriend is at home and he doesn't like, he, he's just basically an asshole to her. And I don't have anybody to talk to. And, da, 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 da. and I'm like, oh. And she just, she really just broke down. Oh. So you don't know the things that people are going through at home so it's always good just to be kind yeah that's true that's definitely true i mean that's a wow and then she text she texts me to my i really do appreciate you today you helped you bridge the cat the gap or whatever she was like playing mediator or, or i think she did say therapist or some shit like that or whatever and i was like well that's not what i was trying to do like i just don't like to see nobody cry especially when you start saying stuff like that you know what i'm saying like she really like almost put me in my feelings because you know you can kind of almost put yourself in someone's shoes and understand right. where they're coming from and I was like oh my god like I said and then she was shaking and whatnot and I'm like just calm down please calm down because I can't handle this right now like I tried to make her laugh she started laughing and stuff or whatever and then everything went back to normal for the most part she said yeah I was just like oh I can't like this shit is too much and I'm dealing with fucking COVID calls and I gotta go. I'm gonna have a nervous breakdown. <laughs> I'm starting to think you bitches are um, in a psychiatric fucking sense. <laughs> Listen, uh, like not to mention one of the other coworkers. Like I said, she had a mental breakdown and, and punched one of the other ones in the face. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't even know what to say. The drivers, it's a lot going on there. It really is. And Clearly, this, they need prayer. That's what we're, they need prayer there. Yes. Please pray, especially for me. Pray for them at their damn job. Well, I appreciate you doing this. You know, I, I know you're a busy person. and I'm you know, not busy. You are you don't busy. busy. You are busy. You are oh. busy. And booked. Oh. Are you trying to throw shade, bitch? No, you are booked and busy. I'm not throwing shade. You are I booked think, and busy. I think you're trying to do, like, you know, do your little, no, you booked, you be on the phone. But go ahead. No, I'm not. Um, but uh, what did I want to share? I mean, I just want to thank you guys for listening. I appreciate you guys giving me feedback. Um, it's always good to see some positive things and some negative things, even though I don't like them. But it helps you grow. It helps you grow. <laughs> It definitely helps you grow. Um, and I don't know. I think maybe, I don't see, maybe next, maybe I'll do it on the intro. I'll, I'll give you guys something for, because I feel like, you know, it's Christmas. We need to give people something. And I feel like, you know, we're fortunate. Well, yeah, we're fortunate. I was going to throw shade, <laughs> but we're fortunate. And um, I would do something nice. And I think that maybe we should do it for somebody that's I'm poor, not so fortunate. And um, we'll see. And maybe Listen, I don't mind, you know, I'm not poor, but 
you know, I'm buying too many gifts this fucking Christmas season. Like, I don't know what's going what on. Who are you buying gifts for? Bitch, everybody at my job wants to give everybody gifts. Like, I'm confused. Like, I don't stop buying me stuff. I don't, I ain't asked for anything. Don't bring me nothing. I just, I, if you want to give me some, just give me a card. I don't, don't buy me nothing. I tell people this all the time. Please don't buy me anything. But they still just turn and they go. Like today, you know, somebody's like, oh, well, the other co worker said she's bringing in gifts tomorrow for everybody. Now I got to go buy this one a gift. Well, do you think they're expecting something back? It's not. It's not that. I. I don't. I'm not saying that they are, but that would be the decent thing to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just me. Like, if you get me something, I'm gonna get you something. Do my best to give you something back. That's just how I am. That's why I always tell people, don't buy me shit, cause I'm cheap. Well, not cheap. You know, bitch. When you temporarily have cash, honey, you have you. You on a budget. Like, don't bother me. I cannot. That's, I cannot. <laughs> um, and then, not to mention, I did the the whole. I sponsored the little girl, and I went crazy buying her gifts. How much did you spend, bitch? Over a hundred dollars. Oh wow! Did you and meet her yet? And I'm, I'm never gonna meet her. Oh wow! Okay. Mm. Okay. Well, that's sweet. It was a three year old little girl. And she was a foster kid. You know, I work at the health department, so they, and DSS, so they sponsor, like, children and stuff, foster kids who need things. And, you know, me growing up as a foster child, I didn't need things, but I understand how it is. So, and she was three, and then once I was in the store and I saw all the little cute little clothes and the little toys, it's like, oh, well, I'm fortunate this year. I can give to her. And that's what I did. Oh, that was sweet. Look at you growing. Growing, sis. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) Be quiet. All right. So I want to thank you guys for listening. I'll see you guys next week. Um, It is Christmas, and it's going to be a Christmas special. Maybe I'll do something something special. Oh, we could sing. We could could do Christmas carols like on Girlfriends. You think? Who's going to sing? Because them vocals you got, child. Bitch, we both can't sing. If I... <laughs> it's a no for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same over here, sis. Because, you know, you be thinking you fucking Beyonce. It ain't working, honey. All right, well, I'll see you, I'll see you guys next week. And everybody stay safe. If you're getting snow in your area. Thank you God it ain't trouble. coming this way. It's not coming that way? Hell fucking no. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, well, have a shovel and um, hopefully you have food in your house. Because I'm sure Uber Eats won't be delivering. Oh, never mind. Have a good night, everyone. Good night. <laughs>